Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Game Talk Radio. I'm Greg, and I don't know, uh, where, where do you even begin today? You know, we, uh, over the weekend we had a back-to-back uh, mass shootings, um, which obviously is terrible, you know, and there's no other way to get around that. And uh, not even a day goes by before we already have the blaming video games rhetoric out in full force again. And, you know, th- this this podcast today, I'm going to be honest, is going to be pretty rough. I mean, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty upset about this topic, and not just because video games are affected, but because of the uh, obvious loss of life uh, to just um, stupidity and uh, and just lack of empathy by these murderers who just don't seem to, uh, you know, who, who specifically targeted um, different ethnicities from their own. Um, so while, I mean, the act itself is just terrible, I don't really know where to go from there, except that we're going to talk about it. And I guess if, I, I, I know, and I'm going to apologize in advance, I know something like this a lot of times is an escape for a lot of people. And I know the real world kind of sucks. And lately it's been kind of sucking a little bit more. And I know some people will listen to a podcast like this or they'll play some video games. Like, you know, I just I just want to get out of it, man. I just don't want to be on Twitter and see all the negativity. And I don't want to be on Facebook and see all the negativity. I don't want to be in Twitch chat and see all the negativity. I just, Greg, please, I just want to talk about games, man. And all I can say to that is I'm sorry. Uh, but I think to, to not say anything and to not talk about it is irresponsible, more irresponsible maybe, um, quite irresponsible I think. Um, and, and and I don't know, I, I don't know what else to say. It's just it's something we're going to talk about, and I totally understand if you don't want to come along for the ride because I do understand that sometimes, you know, we have a lot going on in our lives and we use this as our escape and as our positivity. And so if you don't want to uh, stick around, I I will understand, and I hope you come back next week. And if you don't, I guess I'll also understand. But if you know me well enough and you've been with the podcast before, you know that I've talked about this topic before. And uh, I talk very passionately about this topic. And while I'm not going to go on some crazy political tangents, unfortunately, politics has stuck itself in my business. <laughs> you know, I'm, not, I'm not going to look for trouble. I'm not going out to look for political ties to anything. I just want to talk about games. And I'll tell you, there's a million stories I could have talked about, too. You know, we've got, and I might get to them still depending on how long this conversation goes, but we want to talk about the E3 ESA leaking the journalist information about all the people who went to E3. A bunch of, like, you know, independent writers and YouTubers and stuff had their home phone numbers and addresses leaked to the public. Um, Activision skipping out on billions of dollars of taxes to pay <laughs> by going to a tax haven because that's Activision Blizzard. Um Ninja, you know, Ninja left Twitch. <laughs> He's like the most subs uh, on Twitch and he just leaves because Microsoft pays him a fat contract to exclusively stream on Mixer. Crazy stuff to talk about. It would have been a loaded podcast anyway. But then this comes up, and in my opinion, this is just a higher priority. And it always will be to me. And I know I don't really go too much into it on this podcast because I do appreciate and understand how this is uh, gaming themed and we're trying to keep it video game related. But I am oh, I am a very political person. And uh, so 
I'm going to have these conversations. And, uh, and so this isn't like a throwaway for me and this isn't nothing to me. Um, and so I guess with that being said, um, how, oh, you know, in all this, I didn't even pick out a game of the week or, or anything. Um, I didn't even have my pickup pile of the week. You know what I'll do? Uh, I will get that, uh, right when I'm done with all the stories, I'll just get off the mic for a second and then I'll come back and we'll, um, and we'll still do it. We're still going to do all stuff. I don't have a listener question this week, so it's pretty much just going to be my pickup pile and, uh, and my game of the week. So we will still do that. Um, but we're going to talk about this. So, um, we're going to get started and, uh, and, and I hope you stick around for it. So first up on the podcast today, uh, as we talked about, we're going to be talking, or as I mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about uh, video games once again being thrown into the cross, uh, the crosshairs, no pun intended, it's not funny, it's not a pun, uh, of, of the recent uh, debate on what is the cause and reasons for mass shootings. Um, over the weekend, two more mass shootings, uh, back-to-back, um, El Paso, Texas, Dayton, Ohio, uh, I want to say 29 to 30. 30 dead total, uh, more injured. Unbelievably horrible garbage. I mean, it's horrible. There's, there's no other way to say, it. you know, there's no excuse for it. The lack of empathy that these people have to be able to commit such a crime. I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, um, I, I can't relate to, I can't understand that. I really can't understand how you can take like, how, it's, it's, it's even a, another huge step from those people that just want to take away your happiness, you know, like you go online and you're like, Hey, I love this game. And then they like crap all over you. And then you're like, well, why man, that guy just got off on taking away my fun. Uh, this is totally different. This is taking away someone's life so much different. And, and so it's a whole nother level of lack of understanding and empathy for someone else. It's crazy. And so not even a day goes by though, where you have, politicians once again blaming video games and so now apparently that's that's the hot new thing you know um president trump gave a speech yesterday uh sunday and monday there were a wave of politicians on fox news and other uh on other uh, you know news programs talking about video games being the problem and not a single one of them will ever mention a problem with guns or a problem with uh society's uh, obsession with guns or, or fascination with guns. You know, they're not talking about John Wick, the movie, <laughs> where the glorification of guns and murder. Um, now, again, I'm not saying that either, so don't jump up on me here yet. I'm just saying they've decided that for whatever reason, video games is it. That That's that's the magic cure-all. And so I've got some sound bites we're going to play, and so we'll talk about that as we go. But before we get there, this was the Ars Technica article because it kind of put everything into perspective as much as I wanted to talk about. And so it was, it was a nice comprehensive article. So this was uh, Kyle Orland, and this went up yesterday on ArsTechnica.com slash gaming. In the wake of a, hora- a horrific massive shooting in El Paso that was suspected shooter wrote a response to the Hispanic invasion of Texas. High-ranking Republican politicians are including video games in the list of potential causes they're concerned over. Um, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, speaking with Fox News over the weekend, said, quote, the idea that these video games that dehumanize individuals to have a game of shooting individuals, I've always felt that it's a problem for future generation and others. We've watched studies shown before what it does to individuals, and you look at these photos of how it took place, you can see the actions within video games and others. End quote. Uh, 
he goes on to say, quote, but what I'd like to get is all the facts. Are there indications? McCarthy continued, there are times before that we have found this, end quote. So again, we have the live of that, which I will play because it's more impactful, I think, hearing people's stupidity and ignorance than me just reading it. Um, but it's, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, it, these people don't play video games. Okay. They don't know anything about it. And also let's talk about video games in general. Let's talk about the, how, how many more nonviolent games there are than violent ones. Uh, let's talk about how people and younger kids shouldn't be playing violent video games. So really, if we want to blame anyone, we should be blaming the parents, right? Right. Um, there's no personal account, personal accountability anymore. It's it's we always have to blame something, and I and and I, and it's frustrating to me that not only because they're blaming this, because if if they came out tomorrow and said uh, we blame um, pottery, pottery classes cause violent tendencies in teenagers, I'd be like, well, I don't really care about pottery, and I I don't really care if if pottery was banned, I wouldn't lose anything in my life, but I'd still be mad that they're trying to blame something that has nothing to do with it. And there's just there's just no evidence of it. And I think that's what's so frustrating to me is there's never been a study that says violent video games cause people to become more violent. It's such a stretch. It's such a stretch to go because there was a study a couple years ago or a year or so ago. We, we talked about it. I've talked about this topic many times. We talked about it. There was a study that said violent video games can lead to an increased level of aggression in children. And so at first, you're like, oh, okay, well, that's a pretty big deal. I mean, aggressive, you know, bad behavior. That's not even what they were saying. They were saying aggression. And I made the connection to, um, you mean like aggression, like, say, football players? When they're amped up during a game, does, does football lead to school shootings and to mass shootings because the people who play football have an increased level of aggression? No, that's crazy. I and mean, I'm not going to make that argument. And so we've got this kind of straw man argument of, well, it has to be video games because, well, video games are what, you know, we've only had these mass shootings and school shootings over the last 20, 30 years. And what's gotten more popular in the last 20, 30 years? Video games, right? That, that's, that's, that's like the, the, that's, that's the reasoning they use. It's like, that's the correlation. It's not causation. It's just correlation. And so that's what they kind of use. So let's talk about a few things here. So. Uh, we got up first, uh, let's see here. Where was the one? Don't tell me I lost it. How did that happen? I literally had the window open. There was one that I had open that had two of the quotes back to back. Well, I guess first let's listen to the president. That's so strange. Where did that go? Uh, well, it's here somewhere. Um, Man, that that makes me mad. I had it here. I'm sorry, everybody, for listening. I, I had it like I had all my tabs up like I always do. And now I'm going in the one tab. The two tabs are the same. Where is it here? I swear I had it up. Um, well, uh, okay. <laughs> see if we can go back and see if I can find it here real quick. So I, my apologies for the, the lack of decency when it comes to... Uh, my Twitter. Before we get there, I guess let's let's talk about this, which was a uh, uh, this was shared on Twitter, and I find this is a proper takedown of the argument that video games cause violence. So we'll, we'll talk about this. 
Violent video games are much more likely to be trotted out as an excuse. However, in certain situations for a forthcoming study, Dr. Ivory and his colleagues studied 6,814 news accounts of mass shootings. They found that in coverage of mass school shootings specifically, video games were more than eight times as likely to be brought up when the school shooter is white than when the school shooter is black. Quote, we should think about that when we are more comfortable looking for something else to blame. He said, adding, I haven't heard any senators talk about video games when an immigrant commits a crime. People who commit mass shootings sometimes identify as video gamers. But James Ivory, who studies media and video games at Virginia Tech, cautioned to be aware of the base root effect. Of course, some mass shooters will have played violent video games, he said. Video games are ubiquitous in society, especially among men who are much more likely to commit mass shootings. White men in particular. It is very similar to saying the perpetrator wears shoes, Dr. Ivory explained. They do, but so do, the, so do their peers in the general population. Chris Ferguson, a psychology professor at Stetson University, led the committee that developed the policy statement. In an interview Monday, he said the evidence was clear that violent video games are not a risk factor for serious acts of aggression. Neither are violent movies nor other forms of media. The data, quote, the data on bananas causing suicide is about as conclusive, said Dr. Ferguson, Literally, the numbers work out about the same. So the argument there was that you can find correlation between those who eat bananas and commit suicide, but that doesn't mean bananas cause the suicide. If you have um, white, you know, young white men who do a lot of the shooting, then you're going to have and something that a lot of young white men do, which is play video games, of course there's a connection there. You know, it's, it's, ooh, yeah, you know. Um, all right, hold on. I think I might have found what I was looking for here. Um, okay, uh, I think it's going to autoplay because it's, that's what this would Texas do. So. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Lieutenant okay, so we're going to, this is Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. We did a story about uh, this guy blaming video games after the Madden shooting, I think. I don't know. I can't keep track anymore because there's so many of these damn shootings. I can't even keep track of which one we did a story about, which they were blaming video games on. Like how, how effed is that? You know, I, uh, I can't, I can't handle it. So here we go. This is uh, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Governor, welcome on to the Fox show. and Friends Thank in the morning. Thank you so much for being here. Um, we want to tell you that our hearts go out to you for this uh, horrific shooting uh, and to your community and to the medical community uh, in El Paso and everywhere that have been uh, suffering as a result of this yes. atrocious shooting. Can you give us the latest on the ground in your community of what's happening right now? All right. Well, so this is the whole interview, apparently. Well, Dang it. And, and okay. Ah, ah, ah. It's so frustrating. I'm just trying to find it. Ah. I apologize. Uh, so let me find just the clip so we don't have to listen to 12 minutes of this dingleberry talk because it's make me freak out. I get so upset over this. It's like just so stupid. Um, I can't, I don't know what happened to it. What, what happened to my, um, all right, well, I'll just search it then. Uh, all right. So here I got the clip of, this is, uh, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, this is, and he was on Fox News talking about video games. Here we go. 
deputy uh, governor of Texas earlier, and he was talking, it was a very impassioned uh, conversation, really, and he was talking about the tone that the public uses on, on social media. He was talking about video games, all of these things that could have triggered, certainly the video game situation, he was saying, may have triggered uh, the, the shooter there in, in El Paso. But what are your thoughts on that in terms of understanding that words matter and that when we're talking to each other on social media or looking at video games where they're using you know, uh, uh, videos of, uh, of characters with these uh, weapons, is there a conversation to be had about that, about the tone that, that this country is using? It's become commonplace to say whatever you want to anybody on social media. I think we should, and you, you want to see from these individuals what, what they wrote in others, but I mean, um, this may be a place that we could find this ahead of time. There may be a place of what, what's being written um, can be changed, could be an indication that an individual needs help and others that we can stop. But, but the idea of these video games to dehumanize individuals, to um, have a game of shooting individuals and others, I've always felt that is a problem for um, future generations and others. Uh, we, we've watched from studies shown before of what it does to individuals. So I'm just going to pause it there because uh, he's citing that that there's evidence uh, and and studies of what we know it does to individuals, and that's just that's that's a lie. That's a, this person is lying to you. There is no study that says that. Okay, so like I I don't know. I've I've had it with this. Like like he doesn't know what he's talking about. And they prayed him out here. And then the other side of it that I really get irritated with was they keep using the argument that it's dehumanizing people. If you shoot virtual people, you're dehumanizing the effect of what it's like to actually kill somebody. I mean, that's a pretty far stretch when you're killing something on a TV with a controller in your hand to murdering somebody in real life with an actual weapon. Um, when you look at these photos of how it took place, um, you, you can see the actions within video games and others, but what I'd like to do is make sure just get all the facts where there are indications, and th th there's times before that we have found this, and there's times before that we've proven we could come together just yeah. in the last Congress. So, yeah, I mean, I would like all the facts as well. <laughs> um, uh, I would like... Uh... Well, what happened there? Okay, um, yeah, I'd like all the facts too. I would like... Uh... I would like him to do to look at the studies that actually talk about video games and violence. And he talks about how if you look at these mass shootings, where you know said to where where do we go for these mass shoot, you know, what what what's causing these mass shootings? Let's look into it more. And the dude doesn't do any research on it already. And he talks about how these mass shootings look like a video game with all the people. Have you played? No, they don't. I, I don't. I don't know where to go. You know, I don't know where to go from there when you just you're dealing with someone so stupid and uninformed. Like, where do you go from there? You know, you try to have a legit conversation with them. and You're just like, I, I, I can't. We are, I'm starting here and you're starting here. Like, I can't get you to where I am because you're not even like in the same stratosphere of thought capabilities. And it's just immensely frustrating. Um, OK, so I think I got the clip for uh, for for Dan Patrick now. So let's see what comes up here. Um, all right, let's see what we got. And I, and I look at this evil act, and let's condemn it for what it is, evil. Lieutenant evil. Governor of and, Texas, and I, Dan Patrick. And I say, how long are we going to let, for example, and, and ignore at the federal level particularly, where they can do something about the video game industry? You know, in this manifesto that we believe is from the shooter, 
this manifesto, he talks about living out his super soldier fantasy on Call of Duty. We know that uh, the video game industry is bigger than the movie industry and the music industry combined. And there have been studies that say it impacts people and studies that says it does not. Uh, no, there haven't. <laughs> no, there haven't, dude. Unless you're citing the one where it says that it leads to increased aggression. And if you want to say that, then say that. Because going from increased aggression to murdering a bunch of people is an unbelievable leap. Anyway, we continue. But I look at the common denominators as, as a 60-some-year-old father and grandfather myself. What's changed in this country? We've always had guns. We've always had evil. But what's changed where we see this rash of shooting? And I, and I see a, a video game industry that, that teaches young people to kill you know, in his manifesto, he said he, this is not a Republican or Democrat thing because he was concerned about robots and environment and, and immigrants. Obviously a hate crime, I think, in, in my view against immigrants from this young man, just my view. We haven't had an official report on that. And I don't mean to talk on, but I've just, mm -hmm. my heart is so heavy yeah. this morning. Well, where I was think, he going with that? Like, where, where was he going with that? Hold on, let me back this up a little bit. He was, he was going on some tangent, and then he started talking about uh, it being a hate crime and stuff. Where, where are we at on that? Just mm -hmm. my heart is so heavy. Yeah. All right, hold, oh, come on. Let's let's get you back a little bit. I want I want to hear this. Bots and environment and and immigrant. Well, a little bit more. Sorry, everybody. He said he this is not a Republican or Democrat thing because he was concerned about robots and environment and and immigrants. Father, myself, what's changed in this country? What's changed in this country? We've always That's had guns. About. We've always had evil. But what's changed where we see this rash of shooting? And I and I see a a, a video game industry that that teaches young people to kill. <laughs> what is this? What? Uh, 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 I, uh, it, it really teach, teaches people to kill, huh? <clears throat> I don't know. Has this guy ever killed anybody? Like, does he know what it takes to teach somebody how to kill? Has he been in the army? Does he know, like, how the army teaches people to kill? They they are a fantasy, okay? Uh, watching Lord of the Rings did not teach me how to fight <laughs> orcs. I don't, I don't understand... Like what what the correlation is here. Now, if you wanted to make an argument that VR, right, that people were getting put into VR rooms and VR graphics were so realistic you thought they were real people and then that was teaching people to kill, okay, I might be able to get on board that. At least I would, you know, be down for a study to see if that actually happened. But for crying out loud, especially when you look at what the most popular shooters are, Fortnite, I mean, Fortnite doesn't look like anything. I mean, it just, it looks like a cartoon. I don't. I don't know what this guy's talking about. And so then he makes the argument, right? What he's trying to say is that what he's trying to say is that before video games, life was great. It was perfect. Not a single bad thing happened in the whole world before video games. Man, what was that like? Man, can I, hold on, let me just sit back a little bit and just reminisce and think about man. Man, how awesome was it before video games, man? You could go outside and ride your bike and not get shot. and Man, you could go to church and not get shot. Man, that's, uh, man, times are great. We had no wars, I could tell you that. No world wars or anything like that. No civil wars, no revolutionary wars. No terrorist attacks. Nothing like that. Just fucking this guy. This guy's a, such a tool bag. And uh, and uh, don't worry, it gets a little bit better as we get to the end. But, uh, yeah, so that's basically his argument is that before video games, there were no mass shootings, and now there's a bunch. 
You know, we don't talk about how, um, you know, how uh, how the Internet uh, has allowed, uh, quote unquote, free speech to go uh, unchecked and unrivaled. And and this kind of homegrown white supremacist terrorism. Uh, We don't talk about that. It's got to be the fault of video games. He doesn't say anything here. And thankfully, he acknowledges that it was a hate crime against immigrants. But he doesn't say that it's a a, a toxic uh, masculinity, white supremacy issue. When it clearly is, I mean, it's not. These are all white guys. You know, in his manifesto, he said he this is not a Republican or Democrat thing because he was concerned about robots and environment and and immigrants. Obviously, a hate crime. I think, in in my view, yeah, obviously against immigrants from this young man. Just my view. We haven't had an official report on that, and I don't mean to talk on, but I'm just mm-hmm. my heart is so heavy yeah. this morning because I think where are we as Watch a the- country? If, if you're watching the video, I know most of your listeners are on the podcast. If you watch the video, so there's there's a couch. It's like Fox and Friends or some show where there's like three morons sitting on a couch. Two guys, two white guys, super clean cut, nice suits, and a nice looking uh, lady in the middle taking notes or has notes or something. And and every time he says something they, in unison, they're just like head bobbing. Yes. Oh, yes. Go- Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Yes. Everything you're saying is smart. All right. Watch it. If you're watching, watch it. Um, I look at social media, the the violence of just bullying people on social media every day, and we turn our head and we we allow it. Um, I look at, on a Sunday morning one, most of your viewers right now, half of the country are getting ready to go to church, and and yet tomorrow we won't let our kids even pray in our schools. Um, Mm. We we, we Mm. have to look at ourselves Mm, as a nation. It's many Mm. facts. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely what caused it, kids not being able to pray in schools, which, by the way, is not true either. Okay? Schools, public schools can't mandate prayer. It doesn't mean you can't pray. <laughs> like man, watching people talk about violent video games causing violence is making me violent. I mean, it's the god this guy's an idiot. I hate this guy. I and I talked about this guy before. He is just a a moron. <laughs> and and you know what? And you know what? <clears throat> No, I'm not going to say it. I was going to make fun of his physical appearance, but you know what? I'll, I'll rise above it. Why not? Why not? Um, and then lastly, lastly, we have um, the president and uh, and his comments uh, about uh, the shooting. Second, we must stop the glorification of violence in our society. This includes the gruesome and grisly video games that are now commonplace. It is too easy today for troubled youth to surround themselves with a culture that celebrates violence. We must stop or substantially reduce this, and it has to begin immediately. Cultural change is hard, but each of us can choose to build a culture that celebrates the inherent worth and dignity of every human life. That's what we have to do. Third, we must reform our mental health laws to better identify <laughs> mentally painstakingly reading this who may commit acts of violence and make sure those people not only get treatment but when necessary involuntary confinement oh yeah yeah okay lock up the nutballs okay um so basically what frustrates me that is if you ever watch trump at a rally uh he is so energetic he's so into it you know whether you like his message or not, I personally don't. But if you like his message or not, he's into it. He, he, he riles up the crowd. He gets all into it, right? 
look at how pathetic this speech is. I'm sorry. And I know if, and if you support him, I'm not bashing you for supporting him, but look at this compared to that. He's trying to, like, he's reading something he just does not care about. He doesn't care about this. He doesn't care about violent video games causing it. Like, all he cares, like, he just doesn't care about this at all. Like, this, someone gave him this to read, and he's reading it. He doesn't care. And it's frustrating to me because, like, he, he the dude has no empathy. We talk about lack of empathy. This guy just does not seem to have it. He just doesn't seem to care. And it's frustrating to me that, so someone else, who the hell knows, writes a script for him and says, let's put video games in there. And if you remember, we did a story about this a few months ago, too. They had this meeting at the White House with a bunch of, like, video game industry people. And then they showed, like, a montage of the violent video games, which was just laughably piss poor and stupid. And that's, and that's where we're at. That, that's the, um, that's, the, that's the, the world I'm living in at the moment. You know, that's what we're, that's what we're dealing with uh, here is someone who just doesn't care. And there's just, like, there's no empathy here. And it, it, it kills me. It just, it just pisses me off. And so the last thing I want to talk about a little bit here, uh, and I'm going to be doing a more in-depth podcast with this with uh, Retro Game Fix with Mike uh, on probably Wednesday night because we want to talk about, you know, there, there's a fair argument to say, and, and one of his points, and I'm not going to get too much into it here because we want to uh, we want to save some of it for the podcast, obviously, but, you know, there, there's everyone's really quick to jump on and say, listen, if violent video games don't cause violence, then gambling video games can't cause teens to want to gamble. Smoking in video games can't cause teens to want to smoke and so on and so forth. Um, and so if we're not going to blame things, right? So if we don't blame violence and if we don't blame, and if we don't blame violence, we don't blame heavy metal music. We don't blame movies. We don't blame any of that stuff. Then we also, then, then logically the argument would be, well, then you can't blame the president or other people that incite this kind of violence, right? Because if we're arguing that these people were already messed up in some way and this was the catalyst, something was the straw that broke the camel's back, then you can't blame them if you're not willing to blame something else. However, my friend Sam brought up an, an incredible point yesterday, and I, I it's, it's 100% accurate. Video games, movies, and media, everything is touted as fantasy. You didn't watch John Wick and it wasn't brought to you like this really happened and this is the reality and this is what happened. It was meant to be high fantasy. It's realistic. It's got guns, but it's high fantasy. It's never once implied that it's real. But when you have the people saying the things and having that nasty rhetoric that's causing people. I mean, if you read the manifesto, it reads very similarly to the talking points you've heard on certain news radio and from certain politicians. And so when you hear all that, the difference is that's not touted as fantasy. That's never implied that it's fantasy. It's never once even hinted at that it's fantasy. It's 100% put out there that it's real life. I'm giving you this fact, and this fact is that we're being invaded by immigrants. This fact is that we're being invaded by people from Mexico and, and southern uh, South America. These are facts that you need to know are facts and true in real life. And that's very different from John Woo saying, hey, I'm going to kill 100 people in this movie in a wild fantasy setting. It's different from Fortnite where you pick up a controller and you know it's a fantasy game. I know I'm not killing the other people that I shoot online. It's, you know, and now could you imagine 
and this would be an interesting study. If you've ever read Ender's Game, you might you might get a little bit of the feeling or just that I'm talking about. But imagine if you thought that every person you played online against you were actually killing. Like say there was a game that came out called like Executioner and it was all the people that ran around in the arena were death row convicts or something. And you could play this game knowing that you were killing those people in real life. You know how few people would play that game? I guarantee there'd be so few people playing that when they knew the implications that they knew that in real life, those people were dying, but they know it's a fantasy. Your brain knows it's fantasy. It's just frustrating to me. However, the one thing I will say, here's what I will say. This is, this is my, um, this is what I'm willing to give up. Okay. I will be the first to say that this is, well, I'm not the first to say I will, I will be, I will add to the millions of people saying that this is an unbelievably huge issue. We need to figure it out. Much like how the FBI came up with the profiling system for serial killers. Maybe we need to come up with a profiling system for this white nationalist, white supremacist, right? And so we need to figure out what gets them there, right? We need to figure it all out. Put together, what, what made this? What, what baked this cake of awfulness? Like what was all the ingredients that led us to where we are? And once we have that, maybe then we can start solving it. But here's what I'm going to say. I'm willing to put anything on the table. That's how important this is. I'm willing to put anything on the table. I will put video games on the table. If you want to fund a government study that's going to look into a five or 10 year, I will use my, I will happily give my taxpayer dollars to a study to find out if violent video games make young kids violent. Because if there's even an inkling that it does, or that it's going to cause problem for future adults who had violent video games as children, that we should do something about it. I'm willing to give that up. If it saves thousands of lives in the future, hundreds of lives in the future from a mass shooting, I'm willing to give that up. We should all be. But then where is the people that are willing to say, hey, I'm willing to give up not having to have a background check or not having to register my guns or not having to... Uh, not access to high-capacity magazines. They should be willing to give that up too. And that's, I think, what's so frustrating here is it's like I, I, we got to be willing to put something on the table that's a possibility just as much as anyone else. But when no one else is putting the option of guns being a problem on the table, that frustrates me. And let me tell you this. As someone who used to be a gun owner, I grew up around guns. I grew up hunting. I grew up in a responsible family. I've said this many times in the podcast before, if you've listened before. I grew up in a hunting family, responsible we lock our guns up. They are tools that we use when we need them. But they're not some crazy, like, I didn't take selfies and I wasn't running around with my guns being like, check this out, look how cool I am. It wasn't like that. Used them for target practice, which I don't, I'm not going to lie, I enjoy shooting guns. There is a sportsman aspect to it that I enjoy. But I don't go on social media and put up posts like, you know, yeah, and you got your, yeah, I got my pistols, you know, and we, I, that's just, that's stupid to me. And, uh, and, and, and that's what makes no sense to me. They're a tool that's meant to be used for sport or for hunting. And unfortunately, are over-glorified in this sort of like social media uh, level of popularity. It's just weird, you know? And that's, that's part of the problem, too. But they got to put that on the table, too. We got to put that all on the table. I'm willing to put anything out there to, to, to look at this to stop. So while as frustrated and angry as I am about the politicians who talk about it, who don't understand what they're talking about, as frustrated as I am about that, 
I'm willing to just say, okay, let's look at it. I'm not, I'm not chastising them for wanting to look into it. They're not saying we should look into it. They're saying that they have proof that there's already been studies done that prove it. And that's not true. So just be honest about it. And I'm just rambling at this point because it gets me so worked up. And again, it's not just because it's my livelihood. It's my business. It's I own a video game store. If, if you are for the first time listening or watching, I own a video game store. So this upsets me because it's my livelihood, of course. But it, it's also my hobby. It's something I really enjoy. But it's also not true. <laughs> like the example earlier about, oh, you know, if, if all gun, if, if the politicians weren't saying video games, that they were saying country music. I hate country music. Sorry if you like it. I hate country music. If you said, if we ban all, like if the politicians came out and said, we got to look into this country music thing. Because all white, all the people that did these mass murders liked country music. I would say, no, that's really stupid. You're looking in the wrong spot. And the last thing I'll say about this before I move on, I think this is going to be all I talk about today. I just don't even, everything else seems unimportant to me, to be quite honest, after something like this. Um, the last thing I'll say is that we, you know, I always talk about how we have to be better, you know? And we have to be kinder. We have to be gentler. You know, my wife was pretty upset when she came home yesterday. You know, she sees, she takes in a lot of the negativity and a lot of the vitriol uh, when she sees it online. Like, she takes a lot of that personally. Not, It's not against her, you know, but she just, you read that. And, and she just, she's in just a very depressed state when you look at kind of where the world is. And after reading about that and the loss of life and why that life was lost and how stupid it is, you know. And, and I just, you know, I sat her down last night and we just kind of talked a little bit. And I said, you know. All we can do is be better people and be better people to the people we meet every day and try to be the best people we can be, um, but not stand idly by either. And and when you see something bad happening to someone, you step in and you try to help and basically just try to make the world a better place one person at a time. And, and I know that's some kumbaya garbage uh, to a lot of you, but it's always how I felt and it's always how I'm going to feel. One day, every day, Every person you meet, try to make that the best interaction you can, you know, and, and, you know, be more positive and try to try to be a positive force in someone's life instead of maybe the negative. All right. So, oh man, I don't know. I, I know that's really heavy stuff, guys. And I apologize anybody who's here listening and who's frustrated maybe with the, the political heaviness of this topic, but I, it just is what it is for me. I, I can't not talk about it and, and, uh, I don't know. And I'm not blaming I'm not blaming the president and I'm not blaming politicians uh who, you know, I think I think words matter and I think people need to be more careful with the words they choose. And I think there are a lot of um you know, news radio talk show hosts that that are successful the more angry their audience is. And I think that uh so it's in their best interest to rile up and anger an audience as much as they can. I believe that to be true. Uh, I've listened to it. I listened to a lot of it. So with that all said, why more blame is why we haven't done anything, I guess. You know, we haven't done anything. I'm If the first thing they want to do is, hey, we were going to do a five-year study on violent video games affecting kids along with signing a bill requiring background checks. Closing gun sh- gun um, gun show loopholes so you can't just go to a gun show and buy a gun. Avoiding the waiting period. 
uh, the issue where if you buy a gun and like the what do they call it? The there's some rule where you can basically pass off a gun. Like I could buy it and then send it to someone. Like then someone else could buy it from me, thus uh, foregoing any sort of background checks, stuff like that. Like that. It, let's put them both on the table. I'm okay with it because I can guarantee one thing: when that five years is over, they're not gonna find the connection. They're not gonna find it. And then once we check that off the box, let's get it the hell out of here. Then politicians can't use it anymore. Let's let's you know what's the best way to to get yourself clear is to get your story out there let people know you know if you're you're wanted for murder you give them your alibi you know if you're blaming video games all the time give them a reason not to blame video games prove it prove it through science prove it and uh, and, I, and i'll accept that too and if it comes back and it says man kids between the ages of four and eight who play violent video games grew up to be violent individuals in school okay i'll eat that I'll, I'll take that and I will never have this argument again and I'll be right on the side fighting for those kids not to be able to play those games. You won't see me fighting for them not to be able to be made because there are adults who should be able to play them. But much like alcohol and cigarettes that are illegal for kids, maybe violent video games should be if it's proven. If it's proven, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying now. Don't don't jump on me about being like wanting games to be illegal. I don't want the government controlling anything. Even loot boxes, which I don't like. I don't want them... In their, I don't want their snout in my game business at all. Because as soon as the government gets involved, you start getting needless regulation that's that stifles creativity. Could you imagine if they stepped into Hollywood and were like, "We well, can't have shooting in Hollywood movies"? What the hell would we watch? <laughs> There'd be nothing to watch. Crazy. All right. So because I was so distracted by how I was going to open this podcast, I do not have my game of the week ready or my pickup pile, but they're in the other room. So let me hang tight. I'm not going to pause the podcast or anything. I'm getting up. I'm over here. I'm looking at uh, looking at my NES games. Uh, let's talk about... All right, I got, I got a game of the week. Let me go grab my pickup pile. I'll be right back. Don't, don't run away. Stay here, kids. Stay here. Stick with me. I know some dead air. That's all we want. I know. This isn't, uh, uh, all right. Oh, my goodness. I got, like, three bags. I'm so disorganized this morning. This this story kind of came out of nowhere. I, I won't lie. It's just opening my bags of games here. It just it just caught me off guard, you know, and, and uh, I didn't I didn't know where to go with it I, besides being angry. And, and unfortunately, just, I don't know. It's a topic I feel like I don't know how many times I've had to talk about it. It just feels like I'm just going to keep having to talk about it forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And then hopefully one day, you know, it'll be a topic I don't have to talk about. All right. All right, my friends. All right, my friends. Enough messing around. All right. Let's close this out. I'm getting depressed looking at it. Um, okay, so we have our it's our game of the week. So our game of the week this week is an NES game, a little gem that's okay. It's not great, but it's okay. It's called Kung Fu Heroes. So I used to play this a lot when I was younger with my brother. It's a two-player. Um, two player I guess 
I don't know how to describe it. I'm going to say a top-down kung fu game uh, where it's it's a single stage. Like, you don't go left or right or up or down. Like, you're always on one stage and it loads another stage. And you're these two little kung fu dudes, and you run around beating up enemies, and uh, you go through a bunch of different levels. Tons of hidden bonuses. Uh, it's my company called Culture Brain. Uh, I played it again recently, and it didn't hold up the best. So maybe, you know, just play it. Maybe not buy it. Maybe maybe check it out first um kung fu heroes on the nes that is our game of the week all right yeah that was uh <laughs> that was that was not very good that was kind of rushed my apologies but now we have our pickup pile of the week all right uh in no order whatsoever because i just pulled them out of the bag uh, I picked up Marvel vs. Capcom for the Dreamcast. I had the second one, which is really the one I love the most, but the first one's good too, and it's a staple of the Dreamcast. Gotta have it. Um, I picked up a really unique PS1 RPG called uh, Master of Monsters, Disciplines of Gaia. Uh, it's kind of a tactical RPG. I want to play more of this. I don't know a lot about it, but it's, you know me, I'm still on my big mega RPG kick right now, so had to pick it up. You see an RPG, you gotta pick it up. Uh, I finally put a copy of Driver in my collection, the original Driver. I had Driver 2, and I was looking the other day, I'm like, why don't I have Driver 1? Uh, this game's awesome, except the intro tutorial, they make you beat it before you can start the game, and it's actually really difficult. It's like a, it's like an obstacle course where you have to learn all the tricks, like how to do a brake torque 180 and peel out and everything. It's really weird. Um, okay. Um, let's see. I also got, for Sega Genesis, complete in the box, I got a copy of Spider-Man X-Men Arcade's Revenge. Which, this game is not very good, and it's super hard, but I love the art, and I did used to play this when I was a kid, so, you know, I had to get it. And I was actually waiting for a really good copy to come in the store, so it's been a, been a minute since I had one. Um, then, I picked up a copy of Turtles 3 on PS2. Um, these games aren't great beat-em-ups, but they're okay, plus it has Turtles in Time on it as an unlockable, so that's pretty cool. Um, and then, I lastly, I picked up a PS4 game, I don't even know... It was really cheap, that's why I bought it. But it's called Just Deal With It, and it's part of PlayStation 4. They call it the PlayLink. And the PlayLink is like you, you play the game kind of like the Jackbox Party Box where you have to play it in a room with a bunch of people connected with their smartphones. And it's just a bunch of card games and stuff. Like you can play uh, um, uh, like poker. You can play uh, Blackjack, Crazy Eights, Rummy, Hearts. I don't know. It's just really thought it'd be really fun. It was like $6. It came through the store. So I was like, well, of course I'm buying that. So... Um, but that is my pickups of the week. So kind of kind of tame this week, which is fine. I've had a few monster weeks, so I need to like... I've been needing to chill on that anyway. Um, but yeah, so uh, like I said, no listener question this week. That's the podcast for today, everybody. I, I know, I feel really terrible that uh, it was really heavy, um, you know, political stuff and, and a lot of, like, not a lot of humor, uh, which I like to normally do, you know, a lot of serious topic. But I appreciate everybody who stuck along with me. Always open to chat if you'd love to ever talk more about these topics. If you disagree with me, I'd love to have a good conversation. I'm always willing to have my mind changed. You know, but come at me with facts and, and good points and, uh, and a cool, calm, collected head, and we'll talk. Um, if, uh, you know, you come at me with some nonsense and, and like, misspellings and, uh, and, like, yelling, screaming all caps and exclamations, I'm not going to hear you. Um, so thank you, everybody, as always, for listening and watching. Follow me on Twitter at GameTradeGreg. You can subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash drop rate, Twitch at twitch.tv slash the drop rate, and, uh, 
And if you want to just listen to this podcast, if you're watching the video or if you're listening to it on SoundCloud, you can go to iTunes and listen to it. Uh, just search the podcast app. Search for Game Talk Radio. That is the name of the podcast, everybody. Thank you, as always, for listening and watching. I appreciate you. And just take good care of yourselves and take good care of your others. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.